0: Welcome to the Eat Your Content Podcast. My name is Rich Herrera. I am your host. You had a lot of podcasts to choose from, but you chose mine, so I appreciate that. Just a reminder to follow Eat Your Content on socials at Eat Your Content on Instagram and TikTok. You can also follow me at Rich Herrera, also on Instagram and on X, formerly known as Twitter and on Facebook at Rich Herrera. Uh, A couple of programming reminders. October is Filipino American History Month. Uh, So for all this month, I am going to be interviewing uh, Jackson, local Jacksonville, Filipino uh, chefs and artists that are looking to elevate both Filipino food and culture, uh, not just in Jacksonville, but all over. So you'll want to like, follow, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice to make sure you stay up to date and are notified of when those episodes drop. So the first person I have for Filipino Heritage Month, I have Agnes Lopez. She is a Filipino-American photographer based in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, Her work has been featured in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Food Network, too many cookbooks to name and national food campaigns. Uh, locally you can catch her work on many covers of Jacksonville magazine and the local palette. And she's also the owner of the Jacksonville based modeling agency, Posewell Studios. Welcome to the pot, Agnes. Did
1: your homework.
0: <laughs> I, I try. I try. I try to do a little bit of homework before I interview people. So off to off to a good start. It's awesome. Any anything wrong in that little Nada. introduction? Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks for being with me. Uh, I appreciate it. And we were talking earlier and you're like, what, what's your pot about? I was like, well, food and pop culture. We're like, I'm not a chef. What are we talking about? Yeah. We're talking about, talking about you uh-huh. and uh, want to get to know a little bit about you, your background and and really the connection to Filipino food that you have, mm-hmm. um, especially here in the Jacksonville area with Jackson Filipino chefs and mm-hmm. uh, that conglomerate um, and Filipino food and culture. So uh, before we get too deep into it, tell me a little bit about your background, a little bit about where you came from, how you chose photography in general as a, uh, a career choice.
1: Yeah, I was um, born and raised in Jacksonville. Um, I actually uh, went to, um, well, how, yeah, how did I get into photography? I went to school for business. My degree was in marketing <laughs> um, and the reason why I got into photography was because when I graduated, 9-11 had just happened and I could not find a job. And so I, um, my, one of my favorite classes in um, business school was entrepreneurship class, which taught you how to write a business plan. And so I literally, I went out to interviews, couldn't find a job. And I had always done photography as a hobby um, or like on the side. I actually used to work as a makeup artist. Okay. and a wardrobe stylist uh, for stock shoots. Okay. So that's what I did like in college. That was like my side job. <laughs> and then um, so when I graduated, I couldn't find a job. And I was like, well, let me try this photography thing out. So I literally wrote down, did a business plan, a photography business plan. And um, I, uh, I think I started out doing weddings. And, um, I, I, even wrote down, I said, after a certain amount of year, I think it's 10 years, I would transition to commercial, uh, photography and, um, literally everything I wrote down is, is exactly what happened. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So, great. yeah. So, uh, um, I did, um, actually I did weddings for 15 years. Um, and then now I do, um, a lot, mostly I do commercial photography. Um, and yeah, that's how I got into photography, been doing it for about 20 maybe a little bit more, 21, 22 years now.
0: Oh, wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I, you know, that's that's a very similar background in terms of like, I also went to business school. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had a turning point in, in an entrepreneurship class in that I don't want to be an entrepreneur. Okay. <laughs> I'm I would I, I I'm all about risking other people's money. I'm yeah. not about risking my own money. So that's, that's very interesting. I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. Yeah, well, I
1: think that's how you got to like experience it. And then you find out what you do like and what you don't like. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I actually interned at a bank and I realized I did not want to have a, a regular job. Like yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I had an internship. Go I thought I was going to go to office and like, you know, wear cute little outfits. And here, and I was like, yeah,
0: this is it's not, like, not, not it. for me. Yeah. <laughs> not it. No, that's cool. And and I appreciate those that have that entrepreneurial spirit yeah. and can go out there and just get it done. And if it doesn't work, they move on to another venture. I'm I'm a little bit more risk averse in that sense. So yeah, yeah. so I, I appreciate the And the world needs both. Right. And uh, yeah. I, I really appreciate those that, that can go out there mm-hmm. and, and do their thing and make their mark. And, and that's Awesome. So that's mm-hmm. that's a really, really cool story and uh mm-hmm. and awesome to hear. Um so one thing I kind of want to talk to you about and and kind of why we're doing these series of interviews for Jack's uh um Her- uh, Filipino Heritage Month and especially here in Jacksonville is um you did an interview a couple of years ago. Um it was on YouTube. I happened to catch it recently.
1: Oh goodness. And, uh, <laughs> what interview?
0: Was yeah. That? I forgot who the person was though. I forgot who the interviewer was, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I do my research and I try to, to, to find out folks. I'm impressed. Yeah. (laughs) thank you. appreciate that. But one thing that stuck out to me in that interview, uh, uh, is you were talking about, um, being born and raised in Jacksonville in the States as Mm -hmm. a Filipino American and kind of having this like identity crisis as a Mm -hmm. Filipino. Right. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, do you, do you see yourself as American? Do you see yourself as Filipino? And, and when people look at you, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're not, you know, uh, American in that sense. Right. Yeah. And, and it really hit home for me because I, I also grew up and was born in the States, moved around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for, you know, my formative years as a, as a young kid, I never really looked at myself as Filipino. Right. I, yeah. I was essentially white you know, mm-hmm. and, and I kind of grew up in that sense. I don't even know Tagalog. I'm a bad uh, Filipino. I'm okay. not, no Tagalog. My mom didn't talk to me in Tagalog. I, every, every time I go home for family reunions, I need a translator. It's embarrassing. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of identified with you in, in that sense. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't until I moved to Georgia and we moved closer to my grandparents that um, I started embracing more of my Filipino heritage through my grandmother's cooking, mm-hmm. and and through food, and realizing, oh my gosh, what have I been missing out on? And then, of course, mm-hmm. I had a Filipino roommate in college, which he called me coconut brown on the outside, white gotcha. on the inside. Yeah, yeah. we know all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so for those listening that don't know what that means, yeah, yeah, that's that's my wife's term of endearment for me. So that's always mm-hmm. fun. And uh, and, yeah. and then moving to Jacksonville, just realizing, mm-hmm. um how big the population here is mm-hmm. of filipinos uh being the largest immigrant community here in jacksonville so um kind of talk to me a little bit about your journey through i don't want to say filipino but yeah, i mean in a, in a sense kind of yeah, like yeah. what i was explaining is your your journey through finding who you were and, and kind of embracing your culture
1: yeah um wow <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot yeah well i um i mean i i I had, I guess around that time, you know, I will say that um, the political climate is what made me really realize like who I am, you know, like, yeah, you're like, people look at you, you know, I'm thinking I'm American and like, no, they are looking at me and they're thinking I'm not, you know, and I'm like, so American, you know, born and raised in Jacksonville. I was like, you know was born in in, um st vincent's hospital you know and like this is how you know uh how i always thought of myself and then i looked and i was like oh people don't see me that way you know um but then i'll be honest like even i kind of like you i like didn't have a filipino i didn't i mean in high school i did i didn't really hang out with that many Filipinos, you know, and I, I guess I, I would kind of distance myself from that. And, and um, I don't know why. Um, I mean, I do know why, you know, because people, you know, we're trying to like survive here. Right. And you're like, no, I even opening a business. I was like, oh, I'm not just this Filipino business. I, I want to be a business for everybody, you know. So I kind of was like, well, let me, uh, you know, distance myself from that. Um, and I had a very huge turning point in my life. And this that's the first time I'm going to ever share it. Like why people, oh. yeah. Like, uh, why am I doing everything that I'm doing? Why is it? So I went to the Philippines about, I'd say six or seven years ago, six or seven years ago. I've, I've told some, I'm, I'm just now sharing the story with people because I've gotten, okay with it now you know um but I went with a group of friends of mine who were not Filipino um and we went to the Philippines I've been to the Philippines many times and also my relationship with going to the Philippines has been very different you know when you go and as a kid you know you're like oh it's, it's like you know you have to hang out with family you know now my whole view view has changed completely it's like yeah absolutely you got to hang out with family this is what you do you know I don't think when you get older your view changes you know when you're a kid you're just oh my god like why <laughs> i are yeah, here yeah, for yeah. hours and hours right um but I went on this trip and I was you know really excited to show uh share with my friends and many of them uh, actually all majority of them were not I'm the, I'm the only one that was Filipino um long story short they were basically uh, not everybody but were were the ugly americans and i i mean literally lost friendships over this trip trip. oh that's sad yeah yeah so it was kind of a changing point in my life yeah so i came back to the united states and i mean i was it was really i was depressed about it and um i came back and i wanted to turn that negative to a positive you know and so that's how the jack's filipino chef started not many people know this but this is the reason why jack's filipino chef started because i photograph food so i know pretty much every single chef in in town and i knew a lot of the chefs in town the filipino chefs because whenever I would go you know, they were the ones working and they would prepare the dishes and that, that would photograph and they were behind the scenes. Nobody knew that, who they were, you know. And so I knew I started meeting a lot of them and I knew a lot of them. And then when I came back, I reached out to all of them. I said, hey, I want to do this project and I want us to promote the food and the culture. Um, and, uh, you know, cause you think about, again, I have business degrees. Like, why don't we have Filipino restaurants here? We have so many Filipinos. And it's like, well, so my thought is, okay, well, how can those restaurants survive if people in Jacksonville do not understand it or know what it is? And so I went to each chef and I said, you're the person, you are the expert. You need to be the one to tell them what it is. And that's how Jackson Filipino Chef started. Um, so that, so I, so I literally came back from that trip with a bench because I looked at myself and I thought, you know, on this trip, I was like, did they not know who I was? I'm Filipino. Hmm. Like here are my friends that I've known for years and years and years. And how did they not even, they didn't understand where I was coming from. Right. You know? And then I'm like, did I not do a good job at telling them who I am? Right. You know? And so I came back, and you've probably seen all all these projects that I started doing. Yeah. Is from that moment on. Wow. Um, Because I knew I have done this job photography. I have a skill, and how can I use it for good? And that's how that all started.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. So, you know, that's a turning point when you know, you're talking about that that otherness of how people see you, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when I was like in in middle school, I, I, I realized I was different when people would ask me, you know, where are you from? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm from Michigan. No, really, where are you from? I'm like, dude, I'm from Michigan. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, well, where are your parents from? Oh, my, my parents are from New York. I was like, yeah. where, like, where are you going with this? And then I realized you don't look American, so you can't, You can't be from here Mm -hmm. right and so yeah so that that what you spoke about really touched me in that way and and hearing that you use that as a catalyst to launch this jack's filipino chefs uh initiative which actually was my my next topic of of conversation so nice segue there yeah yeah, i appreciate that
1: yeah
0: um so speaking of uh the kind of the, the filipino culture here what you said was correct not a lot of filipino restaurants mm-hmm. in general mm-hmm. but i was pleasantly surprised at how many there were here in jacksonville um uh, jacksonville has uh, a population of like 35,000 mm-hmm. filipinos i
1: think it's uh, grown even more
0: yeah and i think that was an old stat i saw mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. from 2021 20, census mm-hmm. i think so it might have grown since then
1: oh, yeah. yeah
0: so a lot of filipinos in jacksonville largest immigrant mm-hmm. group mm-hmm. in jacksonville I mean, we got a Jolly so I think that's officially yeah. official, right. right? And
1: Max's is coming. Max's Apparently. is coming. So huge, huge Filipino change. <laughs> they're are paying re- attention to us. Yeah, here. they're they're
0: recognizing the the <laughs> Filipino population yeah. here. Yeah. One thing that I mm-hmm. saw missing, though, was in cities of our size, mm-hmm. um, in both population and landmass, yeah. th- and with a pretty large immigrant group, they have things like Chinatown in New York yeah. and D.C. or a little Havana down in Miami. Mm-hmm why do you think a couple of two-part questions so why do you think there isn't like a little manila here in jacksonville and do you think jacksonville in general is is missing out by not having something like that yeah
1: um i think the reason why i mean we are in the south you know um and i think
0: Yeah, I guess Miami technically isn't the South.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 we're
0: we're in the South. We're in the South, yeah, we're We're Southern Georgia, essentially.
1: And, you know, I think when you go to larger cities, there's comfort in community, right? Here, we're kind of like, okay, we got to survive and blend in, right? Because we're so spread out, we're so far apart.
0: Assimilate. Yeah,
1: uh, like, so I think, I mean, that I've, you know, especially during the time of, of you know, it was like '80s, and you know the immigration. Like, you know, the climate is was different as opposed to you go to a city where you've got all different ethnicities. You know, and so of course they're gonna have their little groups. You know, and um, I feel like here, um, it's just I don't. It just wasn't possible. You know, uh, it, and again, like. How, do, how does it survive, you know? And, and, and I, I admittedly, you know, we're like kind of same generation. We, yeah. and you feel guilty about it, right? Yeah. Like, like oh, I didn't, um, you know, I'm not Filipino enough. I need to be. But I, I reconciled that it's like, that's what we were taught to do. That is how we had to survive. So you can't beat yourself up about that, you know? And it's like, now it's like, okay, what are you gonna do now? you know yeah
0: so yeah it's it's that Mm -hmm. whole you know if Mm -hmm. if you grew up in in any asian household but uh that that you assimilate you keep your head down you don't make waves Mm -hmm. you you go with the flow and and let things be the way they are Mm -hmm. um but yes you are seeing kind of a a new generation probably the generation behind me Mm -hmm. um really embracing that Mm -hmm. and and making themselves known they're like look i'm here i'm filipino this is our culture Mm -hmm. and you know, we're going to, we're going to elevate it and we're going to mm-hmm. make it known. And I think that's, that's really great. There's yeah. a, I don't know if you watched, um, taste the nation, but they had a Filipino episode. Did, yes. mm-hmm. Uh, and that was really inspiring yeah. to, to watch these younger Filipinos yeah. that, that are in their twenties yeah. and, um, just embracing that yeah. and, and kind of talking about, mm-hmm. you know, they had that inner guilt about yeah. being Filipino and, mm-hmm. but then shedding that off mm-hmm. and just, you know going out there and doing yeah. it so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i mean i would love to see a little manila in jacksonville i mm-hmm. think that'd be awesome i, think, I mean we're kind know.
1: of already you know jollybee you, know, yeah, yeah. you know then, then the Baker's sun is right there that's and then, true so i feel like it's starting to grow like right in that kind area. of in that regency area. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean yeah. you have
0: you even have the Mindanao road right off yeah yeah of yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah. Like so it, it's
1: probably you know it's, it's happening yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see yeah
0: um, so we talked um uh- well, well, actually, yeah, let me talk about this a little bit. So yeah. your, your photography, you, uh-huh. you covered a lot of topics. You've done mm-hmm. fashion photography, you got your Posewell Studios, which mm-hmm. I think is fantastic, yeah. done architecture. Mm-hmm. Where I came to know your work was through the food photography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Filipino food in general, among mm-hmm. our Asian counterparts, mm-hmm. um, why do you feel it seems to be underrated versus our more popular Chinese, Japanese sushi cousins?
1: Oh, that is a really difficult question. Um, I think it goes back to the root of what, what we're talking about, assimilation. You know, I think that, and it's we are the ones that can change it, because I, I even remember when I would introduce food to some people, and was like, Filipino food, right? And you're like, oh. I don't know if you'll like that, but you'll like this, like lumpia, right? So yeah. we were already like telling them, like, "Oh, I don't, you know, maybe you might not like it," and like, "I like it, but I don't know if you'll like it, right?" Yeah. And like, why, why do we have to say that, you know? Like, uh, it, and and it's like, I think that like once we embrace it, it will change, you know. And I and I think we're starting to do that now, like, like even. Even now, like I, you know, I, I'll be first to admit like, tuyo. I don't. Know, have you ever do you eat tuyo dried fish? Yeah. Like that's like my favorite. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna be like a, like it. in a popcorn bowl. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna admit. I'm gonna admit it. Like tuyo is like the stinkiest fish. You know. My mom puts <laughs> it on chomperado. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, you know, we're all like embarrassed. You know. You know. They have these videos, memes, and then you hear these news articles about the sea I'm like. You know what? I love me some stinky fish. I don't care. I'm, yeah, gonna, yeah. Tell, I'm gonna tell everybody it's delicious. And then you're like, yeah, what's what's wrong with that? People eat anchovies. People eat sardines. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. So why do we have to be embarrassed?
0: Yeah. It's like that, that fear factor episode <laughs> yeah. back in the Joe Rogan days right? where there's like, all right, second challenge, you're going to eat. Yeah. And everybody's like, Oh God, yeah. I'm like, I could have aced that challenge. But right? I
1: think it's the, yeah. It's the way we frame everything, the yeah. way media has framed everything, the way, you know, it's funny, my husband and I, we just went to um, uh, Mexico city and, you know, I've heard from people, Oh, like, how's Mexico? I'm like, it's awesome. You know, but you know, what we're, the media is telling us, Oh, you know, it's dangerous. Don't go there. I'm like, it's, a beautiful city. The culinary scene is unbelievable. Yeah. You know. And so it's like we are told we are fed these things. And and now even, you know, me, I like I've tried, you know what? I'm I'm going to before I make judgment, I would like to experience it myself.
0: You know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah so one thing that yeah. i that i hear a lot like anthony bourdain even said that yeah. that filipino food is severely underrated and it is everybody's saying it's the next big big thing to yeah. blow up and i think some aspects of filipino food have ube is having a moment yeah. on instagram yeah. people yeah. people love the purple potato yeah. and and i can see why it looks good on camera yeah. and it's and it's interesting and uh, a lot of people's gateway into filipino food is like ponce and lumpia right yeah. Mm-hmm. and um i where i work i get food trucks mm-hmm. um nice. uh, twice yeah. a month uh and the most popular one is is hungry owl mm-hmm. and they sell out a lumpia every time they come in it's like all these all all yeah. the all people in my office yeah. buy up all the lumpia and that's their entryway but then you start kind of like hey look there's some Guan. you want to try that one then mm-hmm. you tell them what it is they're like oh gosh yeah no. and, yeah or or even sea sig you yeah. know is is kind of a, a leap for some yeah. Uh, but I think with what you're doing with Jack's Filipino Chefs is such a great thing to elevate that Filipino food and and make it more well known. So let's talk a little bit about mm-hmm. Jack's Filipino Chefs. You spoke about it earlier, but yeah. I want you to expound on that. Yeah. So. Um, what is the, the, the goal? You brought together like this Avengers of yep, Filipino what, chefs, right? right?
1: Yeah. Uh, of Filipino <laughs> chefs
0: at Jacksonville uh, to, to form this group. That's
1: kind of cool. You call them Avengers. <laughs> the, the Avengers
0: of Filipino food. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, and,
0: and you brought them together to yes. to form uh, the aptly named Jack's Filipino chefs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So what do you hope to um, – what's the goal? What's the, yeah. What do you hope to do with this with this group
1: I mean, honestly, it's, you know, it's already happened. I I think like it's happening, you know, it it was, I mean, I I think I dedicated like three years of my life. Like I was like on a mission, like this is all, you know, and so I like, you know, COVID happened and it was almost, you know, I felt that it was like, oh my God, like I had a little break from from doing it, you know? But like um, the goal was for really Filipino food, to survive, if a restaurant opened, or or to actually open,
0: mm-hmm. that yeah. was
1: the goal. I yeah. did this. We started it six years ago. Six years ago. Okay, six years later. What's happened right now? Yeah. You have abstract. Yeah. You have purple, purple roots. roots. Yeah. You have all of these food trucks. You know, and and um, it, Eric Torres, who was the uh, uh, DP uh, director of photography on the film that we were uh, following all these chefs, you know, I, I, I think I, I a couple was like a year recently. I was like, look, I was like, all these restaurants were opening. And I told them, I was like, we did that. <laughs> we did that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Name it. <laughs> like, you know, and he was like, yeah, you know. Whole chest, Yeah, you know? I was like, cool. Like finally, like, you know, and that, that was really it. It was, you know, I wanted to, you know, even even now when I first met, started with the chefs and where they are now, like, and I, I'm sure you're gonna interview them, like, that <laughs> they think it's like, it's like night and day who they are, like, it's 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 just beautiful to see how much they've grown, and and in their confidence, you know, and I'm like, because when I when I first approached them, I was like, absolutely, why not? Like, you should be, you know, I was kind of like their. The person behind them, I was like, I, which I was like pushing it's like, no, you need to talk in front of the camera. No, you need to like I pushed no, them, great. And, like, great. and they're like, no, I'm I'm behind the, the the I'm behind in the kitchen, and I'm like, no, 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 you're gonna be in front this time, you know, like, because yeah. that's the thing. It's like I think culturally too, we're always like, oh, like put like you said, put your head down. Let's not we don't want to be too showy. Mm -hmm. We don't need want to brag, you know, and I'm like, absolutely, you should brag about yourself. You know, that's the nature of the industry. Yeah, right. And, And that could be a reason why we haven't been able to make it out there, you know, because we're we're trying to be humble you know, which, yeah. which is always like,
0: two-edged sword, right? Right.
1: It's like, that's what we're like describing. Oh, they're so humble, you know, which is, it's good. But then n- not necessarily, it's not always good. Right. Yeah. You know, so. Cause yes. if,
0: if you're not going to do what somebody else is, right. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta put yourself out there.
1: Exactly. And that was kind of what I saw my role as is, okay. I can be the person.
0: Kind of that cheerleader, motivator, yeah, channel like, prod.
1: Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I will be the person to brag about you. Yeah. Right. You know, because I I have, you know, because I do photography and I was like, okay, so, um, you know, I I work with a lot of media. So I'm like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to put out there, you know, so.
0: That's that's awesome. And now you see like Wesley Noguera was on Food Network recently. Jojo was on uh, Food and Wine Magazine's list. I mean, that's huge. Like the best place to eat Filipino in the state of Florida. And he was on the list for Jacksonville.
1: Well, that was the thing. And I had almost told all of them because I travel a lot. And I go to all of these Filipino restaurants all over the United States, all over the world. I've been, you know, I go to these restaurants and I have had Jojo and Wesley, and, and you know, I've had their, and James. I've had all of the food. I'm like, your food is just as good as theirs. Yeah. So why can't you, yeah. you know, so why can't you be on the cover of magazine? Why can't you be, you know, you know, so that was kind. of
0: <laughs> that's, that's awesome so you talked about a little bit of this documentary yeah. called uh-huh. hashtag more than lumpia yeah. right which i thought is a great title yeah it's like a
1: working title right now i don't know where it's t- gonna like end up you know yeah
0: <laughs> i mean it's it's such a great title because yeah. like like i said at my office which you know there's there's a few mm. filipinos there but not a lot yeah that's what they get is a lumpia yeah. the rest of the menu yeah. maybe not so much but they're yeah. buying out the lumpia yeah. but we want to show that know filipino food and filipino cooking is more than this so much more very delicious addictive crunchy snack food right but um you did like a short form video what in 2018 or something like that right so so of short form where can you speak on where yeah. that is now? You said it's a working title. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: That, uh, still
0: in production? We are like, still in production. Are, when's, when's the Cannes premiere? Yeah, the actually, Toronto Film Festival Yeah, I'm premiere. like, yeah, we're going
1: on, what, six years? <laughs> six years now, which I did, like, this is the first time I've ever done a, a documentary. And then I did research it, and they were like, oh. Eight years is a typical timeline. I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm like, I'm like, this is going on forever. TikTok. I know. <laughs> but um, I, I actually just um, connected with Kinetic Productions, and they are going to be helping me um, with the uh, post production and kind of finishing it out. So I'm so grateful to them. Um, and uh, so we're going to start ramping up production um, come January. Oh cool. Uh, yeah, and hopefully finish it. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Yeah, and
1: and I honestly don't know where it is. you know that you talk about documentaries and where does it you know it, at first it started out like with the food and like you know we're trying to hash it all cuz like you just you just kind of record and then see where the story is, right? right? Exactly. You know. Um so it's it's changed a lot. It's changed over time, you know, mm-hmm. and um and and now that it's kind of great to see. We can kind of go back and see where they are now, you know, mm-hmm. um, and um, we'll see what happens.
0: That's awesome. So, you know, <laughs> hopefully in the next couple of years or so,
1: we'll, hope. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll be,
0: we'll be talking about a premiere of, of Lupia. So yeah. that's awesome. So yeah. I, what I think you've done for the Filipino mm-hmm. community in general with food specifically, um, mm-hmm. with this coalition of the Avengers of mm-hmm. Filipino food has been amazing. They're all uh on one page, jacksfilipinochefs.com. You can yeah. check them out there and check out all the restaurants. Um, but just elevating Filipino food, elevating Filipino culture here in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. um, and, and making people like me that have moved to Jacksonville and, and saw that there is a large Filipino community that we can plug into and be a part of and help support is just awesome. Because, you know, with me, I, I've lived in Savannah, Georgia, where I was literally the only Asian. in the the building, Mm -hmm. let alone Filipino, right? So uh, being able to see yourself in others and Mm -hmm. and representation Mm -hmm. is, to me, really important. Just being able to see yourself Mm -hmm. in other places and be like, yeah, I I can do that because this person's done that. Mm -hmm. And if he can do that, she can do that, I can do that um so that's great that's great so let, let me talk about um you for a minute and kind of what you have going on you have a beautiful studio here um okay. if you're listening to this on audio it's a beautiful studio trust me it's, it's great a little two-level loft and um so you have this modeling agency that you started homegrown modeling agency mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. in jacksonville talk about that a little bit and and how that came to be as an extension of your photography
1: yeah so i actually started the agency during the pandemic because my photography business completely stopped and I couldn't really do anything for like what, two, 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 three three months, it was a couple months. And then they started like letting, you know, like everything like shut down. Um, and then I had, I, 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 because I'm in the industry, I work with a lot of marketing and advertising people and I have a lot of friends in, in that industry and anytime they needed talent, um, they would always come to me because i they know I photograph a lot of models, actors. That's what I, you know, with the Postwell Studios, I, I shoot a lot of headshots and, and stuff. So they would come to me and ask me, oh, do you have someone that looks like this? Do you know anybody that would be good for this? So I was already providing um, talent for a lot of campaigns, you know, for my friends. And um, I just wasn't getting paid for it. <laughs> Yeah, and so one of my started looking at yeah, it. exactly. And then one of my friends, who you know that she, you know, she would always ask me, and she's like, you know, you should start an agency. I was like, hmm, okay, let me. And so you know, I wasn't doing anything because it was a pandemic, and I looked into it, and you know, you have to have like five year minimum production experience, which I had, you know, and uh, you know, so I'm licensed by the state and you know so i, I went out and did all the because you know, that business background went in and did yeah. all the pro- the, the appropriate things and then um i kind of i reached out to my network um of you know models and actors that i knew i knew i knew, I knew a lot of models and actors that lived in the area um, but they didn't have an agency in the area but they're signed in you know other other larger cities you know and so I reach in and they say, absolutely, I'll sign with you. So I started out and I had a very strong roster of people, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then, um, then I reached out to my network again of all the people. And a lot of them have known me for years. And they're like, absolutely, we'll hire your talent. Because they know I'm not going to just send anybody. Right. You know, they know I'm going to send people that are professional. will show up and they know what they're doing, you know. And so right off the bat, like first month, I, you know, I already booked a job for somebody, and then it's just kind of, kind of grown and grown and grown. Um, and so, uh, and my focus, you know, that was one of the reasons why I started it, but I started it for other reasons too, because one, um, I wanted to represent people who look like me, Yeah, <laughs> you know? sure. like, so, so that was kind of the thing. And I, you know, I saw an opening and it, it was like, you know, in Jacksonville and particularly I will we'll say Florida, you know, when. You, you think of models and actors, you know, they have their, their person, you know, yeah. and whenever they, you know, needed someone that was of Asian descent, it was kind of hard to find, hmm. you know? Yeah. And I was like, and, and that for many reasons, because, you know, we're thinking on our end, oh, um, we could never do this, you know? So, you know, your parents just say, oh, no way you're going to be an actor. No way you're going to be like, why not? Yeah. right you yeah. know so so it was it was uh, a opportunity for me again it's kind of that same uh motivation it was like okay i'm going to change you know we're trying to change the food scene and like you know and it's like okay well i'm this is a way that i can help change who is represented you know yeah um and so that's kind of my my focus i am sorry. i represent all different types types of people ages sizes sure. you know and um and i and ha- it has been um very successful in such a short time
0: yeah because i was looking at i, I oh. went to your uh website and mm-hmm. was looking at the the people that you have signed it is a very diverse yeah. group not just in nationality but in body types yeah. and mm-hmm. ages mm-hmm. and all that so because you know you look at it and i was expecting you know your typical yeah you know model portfolios but you, you got a good group of a very diverse um you know, people that represent all walks of life. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of modeling agencies haven't really caught on to that yet or or have made themselves comfortable with that fact that people want to see other people, you yeah. know, than, yeah. than your normal, typical model. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think that's great. And oh, yeah, it is relatively new. You said you started during the pandemic, so it's yeah, just it's a couple of like years three, old. And... Yeah.
1: Two, three years now. Um, yeah. And it's, 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 um, grown a lot and especially, um, I think during the pandemic, um, on, on a wider side of that, a lot of production came to Florida. Oh so,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: so again, I, I saw an opportunity, um, and so a lot of these, uh, Production companies were coming in from LA and New York, and they were looking for diversity. So, at that time when I started, again, like I said, they, they you know, because you could see a shift in, in, the, in the change in media, and a lot of uh, um, places didn't have what they were looking for. And, and I did. So so it worked out nicely.
0: That's awesome. Yes. That's, that is so great. And, and, I, and I think that gives a lot of hope to to those that, you know, aren't what you would consider, you know, models. If be like, look, I, I have something unique to offer and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, contact Agnes. Maybe, maybe she'll hook you up. So uh, as we get towards the end here, because I know you're, you're a busy person and I don't want to okay. take up too much of your time, mm-hmm. but I w- want to give you the red carpet and let you Promote what you got going on. You got any projects happening? Where can people find you on socials and on the, um, the internet and all that?
1: Yeah, I am on Instagram, Agnes Lopez Photo. Um, I have been working very closely. Uh, I'm, well, I'm on the board with Jax Filipino. So we have a lot of events this month. I'm sure, you, I don't know if you've checked them out, but we've got Taste of the Philippines on October 19th. Yep. Actually, today is Sip and Parole. Um, we have a Fiesta I think it's twenty it first at Purple Roots and oh, yeah, um, I did see that one. That yes, one was fun. Yes. And then we also have um, Maya uh Cruz. She's the uh, com- comer is bringing a Filipino artist. Oh, that's
0: great. Yes. I did not know that. Yes,
1: yes. She's coming. So we're gonna have a a, a special uh Jacks Filipino's you know, meetup um to go view her work at the Comer. I, I think that we have I think it's on the twenty fifth or the twenty-seventh, but then we're gonna do an after party at um is it super uh, super food and brew okay who is also filipino owned mm-hmm. um and yeah so we got a lot of stuff planned this month That's um awesome. but you know as far as um me i also have faces to remember which um is uh, important this month at filipino american history month um where if you go to uh the, the faces to remember.com, you can view the Filipino World War II veterans that I actually photographed, and definitely, if you guys are interested, check that out. Learn about that history.
0: Yeah, I saw that profile too when mm-hmm. I was uh, doing some research. That that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, just the, the pictures and the stories they must have told, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, not just being a, a World War II vet, but a Filipino American World War II vet. Yeah. And yeah. How, how much of a different experience it was probably for them than it was your average yeah. soldier.
1: Well, and that goes back to you. Yeah, I was we were saying, you know, oh well, we. We talked about like, oh, we don't look American. And I'm like, absolutely we do. We are American. Mm-hmm. But what do they say? American is America's melting pot, different, you know. Right. That's, we make up America, yep. you know, so.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, check out all those events that she mentioned <laughs> online. Is there a collective place? Probably Facebook. Uh, Jack's Filip- follow Jack's Filipinos on Facebook. Yeah, right. Facebook,
1: yeah. Jack's Filipinos on Facebook and Instagram. But Facebook is probably their, their yeah. main thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. So if you're looking to plug into some Filipino culture or you're just curious and want to see what it's all about, go to Jack's Filipinos on Facebook and you'll be able to see all those events there. Um, Agnes, thank you so much yeah, for your time. Absolutely. I so much appreciate it. Yeah. And thanks for being on the pod. <laughs> uh, don't forget, guys, uh, follow me on socials at Eat Your Content on TikTok, Instagram and X and also on Facebook at Rich Ritter.